and welcome to the SnapFu Podcast. My name is Jay Wang, a.k.a. Justin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kaima, a.k.a. Kent. Kaima, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, Justin. Uh, hey, Justin, where does Spider-Ham keep his money? Sp- Spider-Ham would keep his money in a piggy bank. You got it. <laughs> okay, I got one, finally. There we go. I was going to try to think of, like, Something to do with ham <laughs> or porky. All right. I'm like one for 20. It's <laughs> awesome. If you're new here, SnapFu is a podcast about Marvel Snap, the 2022 mobile game of the year, and also most recently the 2023 Apple Design Innovation Award winner. Marvel Snap is the game that we all love to play, watch, and have engaging discussions around. And that's why Kaima and I are here today. We dive into anything and all things related to Marvel Snap. Now, before we begin, please remember to give us a like and subscribe, a rate and review, but most importantly, to just sit back and enjoy the show. So, Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham is the new card of the week. Yes. Maybe some some controversy with the release. Not so much with it getting released, because it did get released on time. Right. But but people like myself and a few other players were hoping to obtain Spider-Ham through collection reserves and not having to open our wallets and pay the 3,000 tokens. So a reminder, Spider-Ham was the first card um, being... First card released direct to Series 4, whereas up until this point, every single new card released on this weekly basis has had be passed through series five first before eventually being downgraded to series four. Right. Meaning they would cost uh three thousand tokens instead of six thousand. Also meaning you were supposed to have higher probability of opening a series four, something like three percent or five percent instead of point five percent. And instead it was zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter if you save ten chests, forty chests, eighty chests. Yeah. Like me and others. So so I did the thing, and I, you talked about this too, if you have self-control versus not having self-control. So right. redeeming all of my credits, boosters, whatever, upgrading the cards, and then I'm gonna, my collection level not, like redeeming the credits and the boosters, but not opening the chests, just right. leaving them there. And then subsequently the, the red little indicator notifying you that you have some action to take that number keeps going up and you have to be having good patience and good self-control to not not let that bother you to open said chest before Butterham was available. Yes, but unfortunately there was an issue this week in which <laughs> Spider-Ham was not in the reserves at all. And I guess people figured it out because everybody that hoarded uh, these chests were not getting Spider-Ham and they're like, what's going on? And then, like, am I terribly unlucky? Like, those people who knew that they were Series 3 complete knew that something was wrong. And other people thought, well, maybe I'm just really unlucky. But then they went on Discord, started talking to everybody on Twitter, and like, nobody has Spider-Ham through the reserves. So Yeah, for me, it was a uh, shout-out to Bootman on the Twitter thread that he uh, he tr- tried to do the same thing. He made a Twitter thread, and in it I found, or somebody replied to, like, there was a, a Japanese player that yeah. spent... 
20k token <laughs> some like absurdly large amount where statistically they should have got it and they didn't i think um, when this happened on the discord the mods were like anybody who opens 60 plus collector users we'd like to hear from you let us know like if you got spider him or not and i think that's how they figured out because of those cases that you had to open spider ham right there's the, the pity the pity timer yeah yeah so they wanted to hear from them and instead i mean they kept it open unfortunately and they get all these people just flooding the chat like where's spider ham where's spider ham so they had to close it after a while it's like thanks we got all the information we need go away scrubs <laughs> well they came clean right so there was a yep. an update was it today um today was when they announced um okay. that they fixed the issue uh, and the compensation going forward. Okay, yeah, we're recording this on a Thursday, June twenty second, in the evening. And um, yeah, the OTA happened, which we'll talk about. But this this collector reserve announcement happened, so they've acknowledged the that there was an issue, and right. they've acknowledged that it was solved. And as a reward, they'll be sending three thousand tokens to players that would have opened Spider Ham in collector's reserves while the issue was active. Yeah, so I wonder how they're going to track that. So the issue had an active window from, let's say, Monday night, 11 Eastern, until today. So it had like 72 hours of, uh, of window. Right. And I just think if you opened a collector's reserve in that 72 hours and the casino served you up an S4 chest. Right. Maybe that's one way to do it. Yeah, but would you have to be like series 4 complete? Because there's there's no guarantee you would have got Spider-Ham anyways, right? So I wonder if that is something... That's the thing. Well, that I, that, I don't know how they're going to yeah determine or generate because since it was busted... Yeah. No one would have got Spider Ham, right? Uh, regardless. Yeah, because because so my got... thinking is, if you were gonna get served up the S4 chest, right? That's that's the threshold. Doesn't matter after that. Okay, because I that's did my thinking. Sorry, I got Staggeron. Yeah, uh, me too. In... <laughs> by the way, <laughs> chest. I'm like, see, I just thought I was unlucky, or you know, at least I didn't get Snowbird. Wait, so but you are missing how many S4 cards? <laughs> I was missing a lot actually. So I'm missing Snowguard. I'm missing Staggeron. I'm missing Null. So, you know, it could be any of those. Right, and or Spider Ham. And Spider Ham, yeah. So I was missing three. Okay. Uh, Spider Ham, Staggeron, and Snowguard. Right. And I was just praying not to get Snowguard. <laughs> like, that was my situation, so I'm happy that I got... Uh, of course, I would have wanted Spider-Ham, but I'm happy yeah. that I got Staggeron. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy with getting Staggeron. But now it turned out it was a 50-50, not a <laughs> 2 out of 3. Right, so that's, that hits a little differently, right? Yeah, so I'm... like, If they're going to want to give me 3,000 tokens anyways, fine. Like That's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> then I get a refund for buying, <laughs> buying Spider-Ham, and I'll use it next week on next week's card. Yeah, like when I saw Staggeron pop up, I'm like, oh, well, at least it wasn't Snowguard. I also got right. Thanos uh, when I opened my chest, too. So I didn't nice. have him before. Um, yeah. So I at least they acknowledged that there was an issue and that they weren't trying to bamboozle people because a lot of people are like, oh, here's second dinner again, you know, trying to steal our hard-earned right. money. 
and so forth. That wasn't the right. case. And the the refund or the award is going to be for the full value of the cart. So that's also yeah. that's nice too. Yeah, that's a good compensation. Three K. Let me let me just open my game and check my inbox <laughs> to see if you got it. Um, I think they said that the compensation will come. Yeah, I did not later on. Here. They didn't say when, so I don't know. But if you guys got the compensation, let us know. Yeah, well, in in general, like if you are series four complete, or in terms of if you knowing that we what we know about these releases now, it's worthwhile, I think, to save up the chests. Yeah. Don't let that little red button bother you, okay, and don't be, you know, enticed to to make clear it to go make it go away, and then wait until the card that you want comes out, and then just start spazzing away to you know go through and hopefully you get lucky draw. Yeah, play the casino. Um, but let's get into the card. Yeah, let's talk about the actual <laughs> card in the game. Like we're here. To... Yeah. So who's Spider Ham? Spider Ham is a one-one. It has an on-reveal ability of transform the highest card in your opponent's hand into a pig, keeping its power and cost. Yes. Um, a very, very powerful card. Yes. I think so, too. Yeah. So, it, I, in my opinion, it's a better Iceman, because A, you get to see which card turns into a pig. So, right away, you know... It's, it's information, right? Information is key. You get to know what kind of deck they're playing. And which card has been turned into a pig? Um, that's important, I think. Yep. Um, that's a yeah. nice surprise, too, because from the trailer video that yeah. they showed, they only showed in the teaser, like, you as a player, somebody hitting you right. as Spider-Ham, so it wasn't clear as a person playing Spider-Ham card what the um, outcome would be. Even though, like, Glenn, I think, confirmed it in a question in the Discord. Right. After the fact. But the animation, um, it wasn't maybe as, like, well-known. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, like, information, it's just, like, usually when you see the first one card, when you see one card, you can kind of, you'll know what kind of deck they're playing. Yeah, pretty much. Right. At the very least, you know, like, hey, I just hit their Shang-Chi or something. Like, they don't have that, right? And that's important, too. Yeah. So it's important to note also that... Um, so originally he was a base card of cost 4, 0 power. Uh, which means, like, cards that power up in your hand uh, will get locked into that power. So, for instance, High Evil Hulk, who gets plus 2 power for every time you have unspent energy, he builds up, like, in your hand. So if he gets locked in at 14, and then you get Spider-Ham, he becomes a 6-cost, 14-power Hulk. He doesn't revert back to 12. So him and Null keep their powers if they've been powered up. Yeah, I had somebody play a porky Evoed Hulk on yeah. me, <laughs> and I lost. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't... Like, I was like, oh, was that supposed to be that uh, 18 or whatever? Yeah. Uh, so apparently that's the case now um but they said they'll monitor that and maybe they're thinking of a way of tracking they're the reasoning for that that they give hulk and no power because it's hard to track what their actual power is because it's so like 
random. Yeah, I mean, I but guess? like, yeah. Vert, like having it only show up after being played face up on the board. Right, it's a little difficult right. to track. So they were saying, um, if this is an issue, or they're looking at an active way, a different way of tracking power without actually adding it to the card. Yeah, I think I saw Glenn's reply to that as well. So that therefore, like the the ham effect will do the thing we're expecting it to do, which is make it back to the base. Right. Right, it will make it back to the base, not to zero. Right? Yeah, because it'll make yeah. it six twelve, right, as yeah. opposed to like six eighteen. Because other cards are not like that, so it's not consistent. For instance, like Morbius, right, doesn't track. He's always a zero until you play him out, right, and he gets plus yeah. two for every card discarded. Yeah, um, like Devil Dino, yeah, I think. Devil Dinosaur is also like that. So it doesn't make sense for some cards to keep their power and be somewhat immune to spider ham and other cards just be like a 5-3 for double dinosaur yeah right so they are tracking that um and before because it was a four cost zero power card um it could be discounted with zabu and it could be moved with magneto because they still think it's a four power card they've since changed that today with the OG yeah, update. you're talking about the pig again. Yeah, yeah the pig. Yeah, they... after the the card gets transformed. Yeah, after you've been pigged. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but that's all changed now because of OTA. But other than that, like I love this card. It's one of my favorite cards. I have it in my deck right now, just because. It feels like when Nebula came out as the new shiny one cost card, and Sunspot started getting switched out by with Nebula. Yeah. And now Spider Ham's getting swapped out for uh, where old one cost that one slot used to be as a useful, just general, all around. Well, like, it can fit in any deck because it's just doing this annoying thing and you get to see one card from that. Yeah, it's like, it's so good. And like, the one power is like not even important. The more important thing is the information you're getting and the fact that you just messed up their hand. Like, the number of times yeah. I hit Arnim Zola, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Or Galactus. It feels good when you get him hit yeah. Galactus. Galactus S. And then they still stay in the game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Um, interesting to note, though, like if you play him twice, say like on Wong, or if you uh, beast him and play him again, mm -hmm. you have a chance of hitting the pig again. So you sort of waste it. Like if the pig yeah, is the I highest that. cost I was card doing in their hand. Bounce deck with them. With yeah. Him. Yeah. Or if you play him on Wong, or like. Uh, on reveal happens twice, you can hit the yeah. pig like more than once. So, so one trick, or not one trick, one combination I did, started doing to avoid that Yes. was to play... So in a typical bounce deck, you'd have like Iceman. Right. So you use Iceman's effect to raise the cost yep. of another card. Okay. And then you ham them again. Okay. So you might... It, by raising the cost of the, say, the five cost card now, yeah. or something that was previously low to one up, then you've widened the range of cards that Spider Ham could hit. I like to but play. But also, I did hit the pig twice too, and it's used. <laughs> yeah, so like if you have two six cost cards, it's kind of random, right? What yeah, I think it's random. Yep. I like using him like turn three. I don't like to use him too early, just in case they don't have the cards they need yet. Yep. Um, and most likely they won't play them turn 5, turn 6 anyway, so I'd like to wait and play them later. Um, I was thinking, and I haven't tried this yet. Like oh, what, you don't do it turn 1? No, 
If I play him oh. turn one, I'm sort of like, what if I hit something like useless, right? Yeah. You know, I sort of but then wait you pick him up and do it again. It depends. I guess it, <laughs> it depends, depends on what the deck. you play. If right? it's a bounce deck, maybe you would do that. Yeah, I was thinking. I haven't tried this out yet, but on turn five, I was thinking of playing Crystal plus Spider Ham. Right, Crystal now draws a card for you and them, so you can draw a card for them and then turn into a pig, or if they have one in their hand already. I haven't tried it out, but that's what I was thinking of another combo. Yeah, that's good because it potentially lowers the upside for them. Right. Um, on the card that they just drew. Yeah. So, uh, very interesting card, very disruptive. I see a lot of people complaining about him, and I can see why. But I have him, so it's good for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy also that, like, for a card that is of such high utility, that it's, um, they made it Series 4, so now it's like everyone gets to use Spider-Ham, or more people get to use Spider-Ham, it's more accessible as opposed to, say, making Silk, who's relatively useless, in my opinion, Series 4, and making this card the Series 5 card, right? Yeah, which is how we thought they would go, but, you know, I guess kudos to them for doing it this way. Yep. So. Now we have a fun card. Yeah, all in all, I'd say this is a great card, if not annoying. Yeah. And you mentioned, so the anti-Spider-Hams is uh, Evil Hulk. And I saw somebody did um, Infinite to me. Yeah. Uh, Giganto is another one. Yeah. You can play. So like these large six cost cards that have some downside attached to them that can be um, baited as set as bait for Spider-Ham. Red Skull? Targets. Yeah, the new Red Skull too, yeah. which we'll talk about <laughs> later on. It's another yeah. bait. So yeah, there's ways of baiting on Spider-Ham. But at the very least, you know, like, oh, I just hit the infinite. Maybe I should quit. <laughs> or be ready. I guess you can't. How can you be ready? You have to do something where you're purposely losing going into the last turn. And then play Shang-Chi. Have Shang-Chi in your head and know where they're going to play infinite. Yeah. Yeah. So it's information. Um, I don't get why they don't let you see what Iceman hit. Right? Because Yondo, like... Wait, you can't see what... No, Yondo, you can see what you hit, right? Yondo, yep. Yeah, Yondo, you can see. Spider Ham, you can see. Um, so it's just Iceman, where you can't see what you hit, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Like why certain cards you can, you can and can't see. Yeah, uh, what was copied on both ends to have like symmetry around information for both players. Yeah, it's like when Cable steals a card from me, I don't know what he took. <laughs> yeah, like why is uh, that the case? You should know, right? Yeah, I wonder if, like, outside of it being additional work programming-wise, yeah, I don't reason. see for a balance, for balance reasons, why they, would it not be a good idea for these kind of cards, just across the board, for both players to just know. I wonder if right? it's, it seems like, fair. yeah, I wonder if it's a coding thing. Because, like, when you well, play... Like, you have to, someone has to make an animation for it, right? Yeah. Have but... it. Maybe they can... Okay, what if they recycle the pig animation? Like, right, it'll just, like, appear on the top, right, randomly? Yeah. Um, but their 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 standards are quite high for, for how the art and the animation process. There must be a way, like... must be somewhere in the UI where it has to do a face, like, cards you can see and then your opponent's cards. Because, like, even when you play Iron Land, right? On your side, you'll see what he'll... 
copy face up, but the opponent sees a face down card, and you actually have to like tap on Iron Lad to see what it is. That's right. Right. So I wonder if it has something to do with that. I don't know. Because like, why make that extra annoyance for the opponent to have to tap it, right? Why does it just show what he copied? Because the animation as the opposing player is not developed. Yeah. So maybe. They just so made it like double, that's like double the work. Yeah, because they would have to make a face they up have to make copy a, on the other side. Yeah, but have that different UI for the opposing player. Yeah. Because yeah. it would it would be kind of sloppy. It would look, I think, I would think look sloppy if they recycled the say for the uh, player that plays Iron Lad. If they took the animation <laughs> and, and just... did like a cheap mirror image like lazy thing and yeah. just made it show the same way and it would overlap weird on your side of the board it would look mirrored and you'd be like why is it showing up here it's not my card yeah just for the sake of showing you like i, I think they that won't pass their qa but like at the same time kitty pride passed their qa so who knows <laughs> yeah who knows <laughs> yeah no i think yeah they wanted if they were to do it they have they have like a bar for quality on the aesthetic of this game Right. So there, it wouldn't just be like thrown together. It would have to be. Someone would have to like spend time to make it look nice and intuitive, and probably other subtle things we're not thinking about or talking or know about until you actually see it and you it feels. It's one of those things like if you if you see it and you don't say anything, it's like done right. But if you see it and it's People start complaining, then you know it was like hot trash and piece of garbage. And yeah. they, like, why did they even bother? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, okay. But I would, yeah, in, in terms of just having symmetry around the information for both players, I think it's fair to have it like that. I don't disagree one way or the other. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's let's just segue into these OTA updates. They came out quite late today. Right. 5 p.m. Eastern. So all day. This I think this <laughs> I mean, was a new record, right, for like how late in the yeah, day on a Thursday? I think so. So apologies in advance. For me personally, I did not have time between now, between then and now to even play a single game with these new changes. Okay. Although I could speculate or give my... I've played with a few of these cards for Nick Fury. But that's where, where Kaima will come in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go through top down. Uh, the biggest one uh, was Doctor Doom. Yes. Old Doctor Doom. 6-5. On reveal, add a 5 power Doom bot to each location. New Doctor Doom continues to be a 6-5. And on reveal is now add a 4 power Doom bot to each location. So Doom, according to their second dinner stats, was the most played six-cost card by a large margin. Really? Huh. So uh, this card had the ability to spread power and bypass restrictive locations, and he was in the top meta decks like Lockdown deck, Electro Ramp, and um, Lock Jaw deck. So it's it was like too good, and people were uh, building too many decks around Doctor Doom, so they had to shut the close the door on that. And they think by taking off one power off each bot, so net taking away two power, 
that it might bring him more in line, like making everything a little tighter on the bands of distribution um, to encourage diverse deck building. Hmm. What do you think? Um, I mean, honestly, I didn't think Doom was a problem. You know, like whenever I've been hit with a surprise Dr. Bo Doom, I'm like, okay, good play, you know. But it wasn't always like, oh, this card's broken. It's ridiculous. Uh, if you play it enough times, you know, like, Dr. Doom's coming, right? And it's not like, it's not like he breaks the game, right? He's just able to play in, like, locations that are locked down. And by the time you play enough, games you sort of know like oh i think this is a doctor doom deck and you can adjust accordingly right right like you can see like well i don't have the cards i'm not going to play this game if they play sandman turn five and you look at the board and like oh i think he has doom right? you just yeah, walk... I, can i win the other location by five yeah is the goal it's or, yeah doom's almost obvious right like you know the setup for doom you can see it so for me it wasn't that big of a game breaker. I know they like to change stuff if they use like everybody uses Doom. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean like five 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 isn't that powerful. But you know I I don't use Doom so if you want to nerf him that's fine. You know less for me to deal with. Yeah, I think so. So let me think. Eight. So now it's 13 power on turn six instead of 15. Right. So that's a pretty big nerf. You know. And then... Yeah, like making one of his... Making himself like five power, sometimes you don't want to play him like in a location. Um, You know, you want to spread it out. Right, but now you're forced to like play like this five power card in this location and make sure the fours go like other places somewhere right? else right so yeah so that's good to note or doom himself is still five yeah bots right yeah yeah so. um well i think that's what they're trying to say with this like it was too strong with for the bots that could fly into the closed off locations to be five mm, okay that was that's what they were saying I mean, if you're down by five so, in those locations... On a closed-off location. So now it's like... Well, it's still... Jeff is still not good enough. You need Jeff and something else to get in. Right. Or you could... Uh, oh, now Ultron. Yeah, Ultron gets in. Ultron can tie now. Like, yeah. if it's... Say, like, Ultron without any boosters. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, almost never. But in that edge <laughs> case, you could tie with a doom whereas previously you would lose with yeah. doom yeah if it's a raw doom who has nothing else in there that's like, what i'm saying so like yeah. that's what i'm I'm just trying like by with this adjustment what is the result on turn six plays when you're trying to both access a closed off location um who else Nightcrawler for like yeah the movement yeah, move cards. cards white tiger you can generate a tiger there right yeah white tiger well white tiger would beat doom before too I guess right yeah or like omega red I guess omega red is plus four if oh, you're winning that's that a plus four bonus yeah yeah <laughs> so now it ties with doom ties 
Yeah, so like, these are the counters now to Doom. Like, yeah, Omega, Omega Red is the new anti-Doom now. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, if you've been locked down in two locations and they're still in the game, you know something's up, right? You know, they're up to something. They're scheming something. Like, why would you stay anyways? You should, at this, if you're... You probably deserve, you deserve what's going to happen <laughs> kind to you, Kind of, right? yeah. Like, the two <laughs> locations are locked up. He snaps, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, I'm going to play this out, right? You kind of deserve like to lose. Or Arnhem or some sort of, yeah, yeah like Galactus or movies he's going to get timed all you. Or like... Yeah, he's up to shenanigans, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, so. um, Okay, sure. I don't know. I don't. I didn't think he was a problem, but if Second Dinner thinks he's a problem, that's okay, because I don't really play Doom, so. Yeah, well, Doom was the popular choice in that um, High Evil Lockdown deck. And interestingly enough, they did not touch any of the evil cards. Yeah. Spoiler alert, but <laughs> the cards around the other decks. So Doom was a big part of that deck. Let's let's see if it's going to shift. Hmm. Okay, next. Red. Next is our friend, Red Skull. Yes. Red Skull is like the gold medal winner of most OTA <laughs> uh, tweaks, right? Since they've announced this kind of t- change. Yeah, this is like the is this like the third or fourth one now for Red Skull? Jesus. I think it's like the third. They did one like back to back. Like they changed them. Yeah, it was five back. fifteen, <laughs> then five thirteen, then twelve, and now it's five fourteen. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. Okay, so let's hear new old Red Skull. Sorry, five twelve ongoing enemy cards have plus one power. Uh, new Red Skull five fourteen. Ongoing enemy cards have plus two power. So the um, the verbiage suggests that we, now that Shuri got properly nerfed, let's put Red Skull back to the higher value, and you know is more interesting with uh, having a higher base power and um, higher detriment downside power. The plus two being um, and you're just going to see what happens. 14 power is a lot. Yeah. Right? That's on par with the strongest six cost cards. Right? Yeah. That's on par. It's close to like an, a naked orca. Right? Which is 11 power plus 5, 16. Right? Yeah, so the deck with... Um... What's it called? When you can use Sauron with him to negate his ongoing. Yeah. He'll be good in that deck. He's a again. He's a five cost giganto that you can play anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a good what's it called when he was um what's it called the ongoing no effects, no ability cards that uh Snapblade posted uh, two seasons ago. Yeah. When that location that you can only play no ability cards was common. Yeah, deep or space. Or or been. no, it was the season before that. Oh, it's like plus three. It looked like, like a beach hut. The picture, the art. Oh, okay, okay, I remember. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that deck had the usual sus like typhoid Mary zero, Oron. He's gonna be awesome. Red Skull will be awesome in that deck. Yeah, like 514 is really strong, right? That's like maximum or close to maximum double dinosaur territory, right? So like at a 5 cost, this is like a really strong card. I'm 
Yeah, no. I wonder if like so on that deck you would have Shuri too. So you do you could do Sauron, Shuri, Red Skull, Taskmaster, and that's pretty good. Yeah, that's twenty eight, twenty eight. That's <laughs> not a lot of people have an answer to that, right? And that's four yeah, four cards being played on that order is not hard to achieve. No, and like twenty eight, you might not even bother with uh Sauron, right? The good point now that he's having so instead of twenty four, twenty eight yeah. Downside negative two. Yeah. Even if they put, yeah, the four cards in there, they would have to overcommit. Yeah. You in that lane. And then you still have the other two. And then you Taskmaster or you Arnim Zola. Right. Um. Well, the Arnim. If you do Arnim Zola, it's fifty fifty with the Shuri. Yeah, I lost to Arnim. Fifty fifty. <laughs> oh, sorry. So maybe that's your deck style. Like it's just coin <laughs> yeah. flip. You don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it's fifty-fifty for me or for you. Who cares? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I don't really get this. This is really, really powerful. I think. Um. So, okay, I don't know. I guess Red Skull's back, people. Yeah, I think it's right on time for closing out the season here. It's the last OTA change of the season. Yeah. Reminder: They're not doing one. Um. Follow the new cadence for these, um, what do you call it, the off weeks. And I think this is, uh, well, we're in time for, what's it called? Infinite uh, track next week, too, right? Yes, the Infinite Conquest. Conquest? Yeah. yeah. We should touch on that at the end. Yes. Okay, why don't you close out with the, the last two cards here? Okay, so the next card is Nimrod, who before was a 5-cost five 5 power card. Uh, whose text is, when this is destroyed, add a copy to each other location. Now he's a 5 cost 6 power card, and when this is destroyed, still add a copy to each other location. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, Nimrod hasn't seen a lot of play. Um, but I guess with, like, the recent changes to Galactus, having him be a 6 power card is better. I guess. But I mean, even before, like, you can destroy him so many times. He was pretty strong, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I don't see Nimrod that much anymore, because he's, like, heavily telegraphed. So, I guess this is an okay change. Yeah, and they tease at the, uh... We've got upcoming cards that we expect <laughs> to reward destroying cards even more. Yeah. So that's not... I don't think they're talking about Spider-Man 2099 there. No, I think they're talking about next season. But it's next season's... Um, I'm pulling it up here. They're the season pass card, Phoenix Force? Yeah. Is that the season's pass card? I believe so, yes. Uh, which reads, On reveal, revive one of your destroyed cards and merge with it. Um, so perfect. Right before this is the last change of the month. Next month we're gonna get this new card that has synergies with cards being destroyed. There you go. Yeah, I mean we. I don't know. How but actually, it, it's Nimrod's a turn five, so you're gonna yeah. have to play the turn five somehow, destroy it on the same turn turn it's played, yeah. and then play turn six Phoenix Force. So maybe you, you need Limbo. It's not ideal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think Nimrod is good candidate for that. 
Um, I think or electro. I think you probably want to get electro in there. Yeah. Electro, um, Nimrod, Venom. Them eat them both. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, they have their yeah. There's definitely some like uh, is incentive the right word? Or there's some um. can't think of the word that I want to use. Like like a reason to use Nimrod, I guess? They have their own intentions. There's the word. Okay. Yeah. To do this because of what they know is coming down the pipeline, which they haven't officially announced, but we know. I mean, Negasonic is coming down in cost, presumably. So maybe there's going to be a lot more Negasonic. Oh, you mean like series downgrade? I think so. Maybe. Oh. Um, we, so, oh yeah, that's true. We never know. They'll just change their mind every like other week on <laughs> yeah, these I was things. Like, no, nobody's getting like, it. Negasonic package. Let's keep her at four or whatever she's at right now. Yeah. Um, I know next season's heavily on destroy. So I guess Nimra could see some play in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but normally for Nimra, what I see is either you play him with Wolverine and Galactus, and you hope Nimra goes everywhere and in your favor. Yes. Or you just play him with Venom and Arnim Zola. So you have Venom and Nimrod and Arnim Zola, and maybe he'll he'll destroy... And Shuri, too. Like, Shuri gets mixed in there sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, so you, you play all those cards, and you don't know what's happening, and Venom, like, appears, and then eats Nimrod, and then he spreads around, and then more Venoms appear, and they spread around. So now, with, like, a six power, you're going to have, you know, all these Nimrods everywhere, and Venoms and so forth. Um... Yeah, I mean, like, that was a very annoying deck, so this just mm -hmm. makes it stronger. Um, yeah, I mean, I, of the season pass cards, I think Nimrod is one of the weaker ones, so this was a, a welcome He change. was. At the time, I remember very excited about his release. Yeah. but And then wasting very many ranks trying to find something <laughs> that would work. Yeah, trying to get him to work. And it, like, didn't work that well. I think when Nimrod came out... Um, Galactus wasn't like completely everywhere, so I was able to like bamboozle like games. But now everybody like and their aunt has Galactus, so Nimrod has sort of dropped off because it's very obvious when you're playing Nimrod that you're gonna play Galactus or some silly shenanigan like that. Um, this helps out Destroyer though. Yep. Right, because you'd only get the the five power in the other lane. Now you can get six. Yeah. So this beats Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now he beats it, Doom. It would tie Doom before at best, but now he beats Doom clean. Because yeah. you get a plus one, then Doom got minus one, so it's like pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, it's a good change. You know, it's it's fine, I guess. Um. Next card is Nick Fury. Nick Fury used to be a 5-cost, 7-power card, whose on reveals add 3 random 6-cost cards to your hand. And new Nick Fury is a 4-cost, 5-power card, who does the same thing, add 3 random 6-cost cards to your hand. This is interesting. Holy smokes, 4-cost? Yeah. And the effect is still the same. So I feel Holy like smokes. before I was the only one running Nick Fury like competitively. Mm -hmm. uh, and the problems I would run into is, I actually took him out because by turn 5, if you're playing like my deck of... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you just get random cards with Coulson and so forth, and Cable, your hand is full. 
right? So it's not optimal to play Nick Fury on turn five because A, you may not have space for that six cost card. All three cards. Yeah. Or even just one card. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even just one card, right? <laughs> okay. Um, and then like, so that means Collector, which I also played, isn't getting the full benefit from this. So having him like turn four playable is a lot better because that's a big you, deal. Yeah, you have the space for it. You can power up collector more. Um, hopefully, it's another turn for you to get Quinjet to discount these cards. That's what I mean. You have two turns potentially to play the six cots cost cards now. Yeah. So and then like like Whereas he, before you just have one and it's yeah yeah I found like oftentimes well, I wasn't even playing Nick Fury. Um, so this, I think, is a very good change. I think you'll see more play now. At least I will use him more often. Um, well, you can, what's it called? You can even play him on turn three with Zabu. Yeah, no. you could. I don't, I don't use Zabu in my deck, but <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Um, and then, like, the two cost reduction, I mean, the two power reduction, I was never playing him for power anyways, right? I was only playing him... Just to get to get this. these random cards and yeah. potentially cheaper random uh, if you had Quinn. Yeah, yeah, cheaper random sixes and to get like plus three to collector. So um, another thing I was doing, I was using um, Lady Sith to cut Helicarrier. Um, okay. To get three cards, right? Because Helicarrier is a six cost ten power card, and if you discard Helicarrier, you get three random cards. But yeah. I also had um, Double Dinosaur and Nick Fury in this, right? In case I didn't have Helicarrier, because I would bring them back with Ghost Rider. Okay. So, but before it was a toss-up: do I get Double Dinosaur or do I get Nick Fury if I don't draw Helicarrier, right? Because he's, they're both five-cost cards. I see. So but now, now this, they drop. I will definitely get Double Dinosaur if I don't pull Helicarrier. Yep. So this helps out my silly little deck that I've been using in Conquest. So I'm all for it. Yeah, and you're gonna see many other people using the same. Yeah. Maybe a similar deck. Not maybe not the exact same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? You're getting free like six cost cards randomly. Yeah. So yeah, I like that change. It helps me. Um and then the final card that got changed was Well, you know who else is gonna like this change? Who? Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, because maybe he... there's a new Marvel show or movie coming out with or him i'm sure he's in something well well there is secret invasion just recently dropped which stars samuel really? L. jackson yep oh there you go As what is this theory, so it's um, a tv series on disney plus and it came out yesterday are you serious yeah oh my god so maybe that's why is he oh he's actually in it yeah, yeah oh my goodness i mean i didn't even oh don Cheadle's in this thing too yeah Okay, let me see. Well, it's uh, the, 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 it follows Nick Fury and his allies who attempt to thwart a scroll invasion of Earth. Huh? Yep. Like, well, who's yeah. getting the next show? They're gonna get the buff on the card, so <laughs> now we know. Well, because of the writer strike, I, like the next two shows, I have no idea what's going on. So everything got oh, delayed. Sucks. I, the next one should have been like Echo, which we were <laughs> debating about. Uh, on the pod. So there was an oh. Echo show, but I think that was put on hiatus um, because of uh, the writer strike that's going on. Yeah. So don't really know what's going on. Um, yeah, the final tweak they made was to Pig. Pig is the card that Spider-Ham turns your card into. 
So before I mentioned he used to be a 4 cost 0 power card, which means he would discount it by Zabu and you can move him with Magneto. Now he's a 0-0. Zero, zero. So yeah, I guess he can't be moved or discounted by Zabu, but can he be pulled? No, no this doesn't make sense. Never mind. No, it's it's what call, they call like a token card. Right. So a token card is a card that exists like in the ecosystem, but is not explicitly added like in the deck builder screen. Okay. But with token cards, will still um, could have interactions, or do have interactions with locations, like in this case or other certain token cards. I guess will in, interact with card abilities. Others will not. Like one example that comes to mind is if it was, um, well, no, um, Shanna's effect. Yeah. To generate or plop down random one cost cards. Yes. She only generates decks, cards that are the actual cards, not in, not including token cards, for example. Okay. So I have a question. Now that he's a zero zero. In the location mm -hmm. where it says, like, you cannot play cards that cost 4, 5, or 6 here, can you now play, like, a pig? Can you play, like, an infinite in that location? Because he's technically zero cost. I'm not really sure how that interaction works out. Maybe you could, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see, I guess. Because why would then uh, Asteroid M move the pig? Yeah, that's true. But if that I, wasn't the case. I forget. But so you're saying so I never I never had that or saw that happen. So you're saying if Pig hit Hulk. Yeah. And you played Hulk, Asteroid yeah. M would move it? Yeah, Asteroid M would move him. Magneto would, would move, move the him. Hulk. Yeah. Or he would like cost like one less if you played Zabu. Uh, but now he's Oh well, yeah, like, then therefore with using applying that mm -hmm. knowledge to uh four whatever four, five, six cannot play here. Yeah, but I can't remember how that interaction worked. Like, if you discounted a card, like with Zabu, can you play him in that location? I actually don't remember. You could, yeah. Okay. And then same, there's another location that says you cannot play one, two, three cost cards here. Yeah, but you can play zero. And... <laughs> but then you right. could play but four, with five, Zabu, with, I'm saying with the Zabu discount, yeah. you couldn't play your discounted card in that lane. Okay. But, so there was always like a strategy where if that location came up, Right. You shouldn't play your Zabu if you can avoid it, but you have a chance to play your four boss cards in four, uh, four options, like four locations. Yeah, so it just depends if pig counts as like actual cost or like some sort of like change cost, right? Like I'm not sure well, how... It's, it's, he's saying, it's saying base here. Yeah, base zero, right? But right. in your hands, he'll be like six costs, right? So I'm just wondering, like, will the location read it as, no, this card's now six costs? Or would it be like, well, it used to be zero, so sure, you can play it here. The latter. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to test that out, so I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. I'm just thinking, I guess you can't, there's no good way to, like, I guess we'd have to do a battle mode to test it, like, forcefully, versus just randomly cross-hoping. Yeah, but we have to keep playing until we get that location, right? That's what I'm saying. We're still <laughs> Then we're still subject to the random location generation problem. Yeah, unless, like, 
Okay, here's the edge case. You, you pick a card, right, and then you drop him into um, Lockjaw, and then try and pull him out with um, Jane Foster. See if that works. <laughs> you drop your pig, <laughs> only to have to draw it again and play, waste energy to play. Like, yeah. See if that. But then works. that would test your theory of like if it gets recognized as a zero, a true zero cost, or yeah. the whatever cost it hits, right? Yeah, I'm sure we'll figure it out soon enough. I'm sure somebody has already figured it out. At this Probably. time. Um, and then the last one, we got a bonus OTA. Krako Nah. Yeah. So, so Krakoa was a, a location that was debuted when? Three, four seasons ago? Yeah. And it what had read on turn five, Krakoa plays your cards for you. Yep. Meaning the game plays your cards for you. And it was... Um, they did something, didn't they do something more recently where they tweaked or changed the percentage of uh, how frequent Krakoa would, would, like, meaning that they lowered it compared relative to the other locations? Yeah, they made him an ultra-rare card, ultra-rare location, so he was on par with Ego, who takes over your hand from the beginning, and a World Ship, which destroys the other two locations. Yeah. So those are and... the three ultra-rares, but... And then they chose to get rid of some of those completely, yeah. and now Krakoa is following that route, and I'm that's perfectly fine. I'm all for it. It's so stupid, friggin' annoying. Yeah, there's no reason for <laughs> this location other than to mess you up. So they say they're gonna redesign it at a future date. So, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm wondering all these location changes taking locations out, if they're anticipating something going wrong with a future card. Because, okay, so spoiler... Well, these ones specifically, I don't I don't think they just are crappy player experience. Right. But like, maybe, yeah, maybe for some other ones. Yeah, because spoiler alert, like next season, Legion is one of the cards, right? Who, when you play him in a location, he changes all the locations to that. Oh, so if he changed everything to Krakoa, you mean yeah. to, like bug out? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like, well, that completely just burned out the game or something. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Did you see uh, there was a person on a poster on Reddit that used an AI um, engine to generate Marvel Snap locations? No. And then he handpicked, he or she, sorry, I don't know, uh, They they handpicked top ones and they posted them oh so like generated like images both so he they did like two steps one was um giving the ai like here's all the existing marvel snap locations okay the 100 something right like using this make some of your own oh, okay and then they said most of them were crappy <laughs> yeah. some the ones that were good they then took to another AI, um, how you call it, like image generator. Okay. Where, like, I don't know, they didn't describe specifically how, like, whether it was text-based or feed it some sample images of existing locations. Right. But then paired up the, the location with AI location with the AI art, mashed it all together, and then posted that to Reddit. Okay. And do you remember, like, what, uh, what's... Yeah, I the... pulled them up. Okay. Okay, let's go through it. 
I'm going to share my screen. Okay. So this is your first time seeing this? Yes. So these are okay. dream locations. All right. They're pretty cool. Like, this is what maybe some of uh, AI is going to take the job at someone at Marvel at second dinner here. <laughs> I, I quickly scrolled through them. I thought they were quite good, too. <laughs> Ranger Room. Okay. So it, the ra the names, I don't know about. I just, the abilities, what I'm uh, worried on or focused on. I think this is pretty cool, this one. On turn so Ranger Room, on turn six, cards played here get plus two power. Okay. So that's, that's interesting. interesting, right? Yeah, I like that. Uh, what's it say? Ant? Atil? <laughs> Atil. I think we just base it on like whatever crazy names are originally there and just mix them around. Okay. Players can only play one card here each turn. Oh. I like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Right? Huh. Lame. <laughs> After turn four, merge the decks? What, what the heck is this? What's that mean? Okay, here's some commentary here. Don't let the name fool you. I think this is pretty neat as a rare location. I imagine merge decks mean you essentially uh, both draw from the same deck, which is a combination of the two players' decks. Oh, oh it's like one pile of cards. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Oh, so you put po two <laughs> piles together, you shuffle them, yeah, and then you're both like everybody draws from that. So hey, that oh was my, my card. God. That's that, funny. That's interesting. See that kind of change with that could happen. I think programmatically, of course, they would have to do it, but that could happen without any UI, really, because on the draw mechanic, it would just look like you're pulling from the same deck, if you would. Yeah. And you, maybe you'd have to like factor in the card backs, but the 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 coding would ha would handle that. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Anyway, so like, anyways, this is the AI doing like a pretty good job here. Yeah, or just show like, the card backs, right? So you know, it's like you just took my card. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, next. Negasis. After yeah. each turn, <laughs> swap hands. Oh man, this, <laughs> this is, is chaos. <laughs> this is chaos. So <laughs> So you're like, I have to play this out because next turn I might not get him back. Yeah. Or I want to leave them with a the crappy card because yeah. then I want to play the good card, right? Okay. Any next? Minister. Whoever is winning here wins. <laughs> okay, that's it's kind of like Nexus basically, right? Uh, which one's Nexus do? Nexus is like the power from this location gets transferred to the other locations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of like that. Different Nexus, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Monster building. All cards move. Okay. Does that mean every card you play there you can move out? Let's see. It's the, the wording here. There's a little um, description. Absolute pure chaos. But I kind of dig it. I imagine when this is revealed, all cards just rock around the board in wild animalistic ways until they find a place to settle. Okay. It happens on reveal of the location, so it's probably not just as frustrating as long as it doesn't happen past turn three. Hmm. So does it mean, yeah, it's like it's when you play a card there, it just moves out? Yeah. Or I mean, all, like the whole board, any card I think can just move around. the whole board would make more sense, because they already have, like, on turn five, all cards here move to different locations, right? Yeah. So this would be cool if, like, when this reveals, everything goes bing, 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 bing. Like a pinball machine. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay, and then Hell's Hand. Destroy all cards here. Okay, sure. <laughs> so this is if you play into it while it's face down, and then it flips face up. Bye-bye. Yeah. Okay. Right, so that's punishing people that play in face down locations. Right. Randomly. Okay. Okay, interesting. And then what's it say? Baxter Billia? Billa? Willa? Willa? I don't know. Skip turn three. Okay. I don't like that one. Because that's <laughs> like, that. that's the theme of like not being, being to allowed play. to play your cards. Yeah. It's kind of like... Um, what's that one that ends the game on turn four? TVA. TVA. Yeah. Kind of like that. Imagine this one with TVA. Like, my goodness. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Two-turn game. And that's like the... What's it called? The last game of Conquest Infinite Ticket. <laughs> it's like need... TVA, <laughs> Baxter, Willa, and some other... one Only one card can be played here or something like that. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... next. What's it say? With Centrus... Centrus form? Centrus Cent... form? Centrus form. On turn five... Cards here have their power doubled. Okay, oh, Red Skull. Like Shuri. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's a turn five Shuri's lab. Yeah. Turn five only Shuri's lab. Okay. Yeah, you just play Shang Chi and that, right? Bar with the lasso. At the end of turn three, add a random location. So it adds like a fourth location on the board. Oh, okay. That would require an UI change, I guess. Yeah, they're not. That's not realistic. Well, originally it wasn't snap four locations when they were first thinking about it. Uh well, Ben Broden is, in those previous talks has said that they tested with a bunch of different numbers. Okay. I didn't play beta, so I don't. And I don't think in beta, in beta it was probably three, right? It was already settled. I think so. I didn't play. But they tried. Either. Yeah, he said that they tried with lots of different combinations of like different hand sizes, deck sizes, local number of locations. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Any more? Are we at the bottom? Oh, one more. Rickety bugle. Whoever is winning here can't play cards here. Wow, this is interesting. <laughs> well. That's... So you take turns playing here, or you scam in a card like Doom. Yeah, you would have to scam or... in a card. I don't like this. It's kind of... Or Jeff. <laughs> yeah, because you, you would just play this location last, right? And then just win or something. Or Gal yeah, Galactus last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so some, I don't know, I would say like half of these were pretty good. Oh, well, sorry, there's one more. Joshington. At the start of each turn, the player with the most power gains one energy. Okay. Oh, I like this. So it incentivizes people that are uh, winning on each turn. Yeah. Continue to win. Versus sandbag till the end. And drop like a big Hulk on your... I, I was just thinking of the previous location. You can just play the hood. And then you kind of win that location, right? Rickety, you're talking Rickety Bridge or Joshington? Rickety Bugle. So you play. Oh, sorry, Rickety Bugle. Yeah, so you play the hood negative three. So you mean you're always losing that location? That means the other person can't play cards. 
Until the last turn, right? Yeah, and then you just play... And then you play whatever. Then the... Yeah, demon. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you win that. Game over. Yeah, so this was the work of uh, AI. Interesting. It was... Oh, what? There was one more. Grand- Grandom. You fill each player's hand with a ninja. So that ninja is like that minus two token <laughs> card. <laughs> you just fill the entire hand with that? That's terrible. So your whole hand is filled with negative two? Right. Yeah, maybe this would be funny if it was just like one hand. One card, I mean. Yeah. Not whole hand. This would be funny with bar of no name. <laughs> right? But Then you'll never get it. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyways, this was the... Check it. There's a thread on Reddit uh, for... The listeners, if you want to check this out on on, I think there was a full the full set was posted or a more description around, um, the exact uh, AI engines or or uh, how you call them models uh, right. that were used. But this uh, it's an example like uh, this is the nice stuff about the community involvement or they there's always someone out there trying to think of something to yeah. improve, improve the game and. This is an example. Like maybe giving second dinner, I'm sure someone saw this over there and they have they'll steal some ideas. Yeah, like fine. Why not? I could I could see these locations being like real. You know. Yeah, the first few were like I wouldn't like way better than Krakoa and Ego and all those stupid annoying ones that were they've turned off since. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, so that's it for the OTAs. The little distraction of the locations, but we have um, we have some updates on the weekend missions. So this weekend, last weekend, I get there were supposed to be specific missions for um, the weekend, and then they were going to be centered around uh, Silk, who was the card released last week. But for due to uh, reasons not specifically known, there was an issue, and the weekend mission did not actually launch last weekend. Right. Um, they've since said that t- with today's OTA update, the weekend missions issue has been resolved, and that we should expect going forward these weekend missions to run smoothly. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, so there's going to be a compensation now for players uh, who... We're expecting some weekend missions, and this it's there's a few different bins here, buckets. So uh, for anyone that purchased Silk last week during the Spotlight week, they get 1,000 tokens. Right. And then for anyone that purchased the Seasons Pass during week one or week two, so the first week of June or the second week of June, we will get 150 gold. So I think me and you are in that bucket. Yeah, so if you buy it now, just to get that 150 gold doesn't count. You're not going to get it this week. <laughs> and then everybody's going to get 200 credits. Yes. So they did not say when exactly right. this will happen, but just know that it will. Yeah, they said... As of 10.15 Eastern in my inbox, I did not have this. They said, uh, we're hoping to send it next week. Oh, it's still going to ha- It's going to take some time. Okay. Yeah. Um. So in a separate like question and answer thread, I think it was on Discord, Somebody asked, like, so is 1,000 tokens, like, like the norm for, for using the new card? And they said, no, 
a thousand tokens is because uh, silk is six thousand um, collector tokens. So we expect like cards that cost less to have less. Uh, we get mission total reward. Yeah. Amounts. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. it makes sense. They're not giving away. They're not. <laughs> they're not going to be giving away too much freebie. But it's still better than. It's more than zero. Yeah. Which is what they were giving away before. So that's it's. I'm sure it's still. Uh, people will still take it. Yeah. So I mean, at least they acknowledged that it was an issue and they compensated. Yeah. I mean, 200 credits to everybody, at least. Yep. So, can't complain about free credits, can you? I bet you well, will. Well, <laughs> I mean, it devalues the currency when you inflate the ecosystem, the economy. I guess you can complain about free credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like they're... Unless if they start raising the, like, what's it called? The cost to upgrade the card. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. Oh, by the way, we feel this change. <laughs> Instead of one hundred or fifty per level. Yeah. It's a hundred per level now. But by the it will give you two hundred free credits just to <laughs> there you catch go. you guys up. Be happy. Okay, so that's the weekend missions. And let's do a quick um bundle summary or bundle talks. We didn't talk about bundles last week too much. Other than the Token Tuesdays, which again, you should still continue to consider buying these as they offer the best unit pricing for gold uh, spent tokens acquired. Even though, yes, it's not as good as previous, but you have really no other choice or no other place to buy the tokens for the best, for this kind of value. Right. Um, anyways, with that being said, currently... There is, there's a Sandman, Belpe, um, bundle, right, for twenty, no, three thousand gold. Yeah, it's three thousand gold for two thousand tokens, plus the Salt Sand Bay variation of Sandman, and boosters. Yeah, and, and a thousand credits. Yeah. Where you said that, and you get the avatar too. Yeah. So, I mean, so the current Toonie Tuesdays, at least what's been data mined, is fourteen hundred gold for a thousand collector tokens, right? Yes. So if you buy two thousand collector tokens, that's twenty eight hundred gold. So basically, for this salt sand bay combo, for two hundred gold more, you get this cool variation, some boosters. Are there credits in this bundle? A thousand credits. A thousand credits. Okay. Yes. So, well, that's not bad. You know, it's... 200 gold, you're getting a thousand credits, which you cannot buy. You'd have to spend 800 gold at the credit store. Oh. To get that. Yeah, so, I mean... If... Yeah, if you're going to buy all the parts individually... Yeah. Or, sorry, if you were only going to buy the Token Tuesdays... Right. And then you needed to buy a thousand credits, then you would overspend by... Uh, eight hundred one, six hundred gold. Yeah, so it's better to get this combo. Yeah, the salt right. bay. I don't like Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a title, um, right? Yeah, kind kind of a jerk is the title. So yeah. I'm looking at my phone here because I I did buy it. That's why I don't. But I and that was the reason I wanted to buy it because I knew, why I, I would want the tokens always. Yeah. And I didn't have to pay real money for it, which is welcomed. Yeah. 
So and the ratios are good. Yeah. So if you're waiting for a better deal because of the way they changed the token Tuesdays, I think this is a pretty good deal. Unless you yep, really don't need the credits for some reason, then okay, sure. But if you have the gold for it, you know you might as well get it if you're planning on getting token Tuesdays. I was on the yeah, fence if before. Tokens, but... If tokens are 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 important for you. Yeah. So, but I mean, like cosmetics are, you know, they're okay. But I think for this, because you're getting similar amount of tokens as you would on a Tuesday Tuesdays, which are are you know the best ratios so far that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's an okay bundle. I think it's a good bundle actually. I'm gonna get it now. And you know, I also like Salpe. <laughs> I think he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And what about the other bundle? So we have Festival of Light, which is this uh, arrow variant bundle. Yeah. And then there's a artist showcase. How do you say this name? Jonas C. You say this. Um. Jonas. Say the H is silent. Yes. But it's um Venom and Carnage art. And you get two thousand gold for twenty bucks US or twenty eight dollars Canadian. Yeah. I think um, when I did the math on this quickly, so if you add the two um bundles together, twenty five bucks US, you get two thousand five hundred gold and five hundred credits. Right. I believe it's what it works out to. Okay. So if I'm buying if I'm gonna buy twenty five hundred gold Uh, in the shop, that's 48 Canadian. So what is it in U.S.? $35 U.S. Or I'm just going to do it in Canadian. So for, for 48 Canadian, that's how much it costs to get 2,600 gold versus paying... 28 plus 7. 35 versus 30. Did I say 48? Do you catch that? Okay, I'll get it to start again. <laughs> if, I bo- if I go buy gold from the shop... Which one's better? It's 48 bucks. I can get 2,600 gold. Okay. If I buy these two bundles, Festival of Light and yes. the Showcase one, yes, that's thirty-five Canadian. You get t- same amount of gold, basically twenty-five hundred, right? And then get these three different variants and some random boost and five hundred credit. So if you were, if you were to buy gold for real money, it's better to get these bundles. Yes, right. Um, I think twenty dollars is a bit too pricey for me. Um, even Festival of Flight, like, I think it's but good it, value. But it wasn't as good as the bundle last week. Or if, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's active anymore. Okay. Uh, which, I mean, I guess at this point's moot to talk about, but it's the, um, it was like, it was basically 50% off gold. Okay. Uh, at 4,000 4, gold. It came with right 
it was the bring bring the pain bundle. Oh yes, that right. Was... So it, it came with um, scorpion and hobgoblin variants. Right. And we got four thousand gold for uh, thirty bucks U.S. Like thirty-five Canadian. Okay. Or I mean, I went on the I bought it in Filipino pesos, right? And I did the <laughs> disclaimer. But. So uh, that would have been normally seventy bucks Canadian, again through the Filipino peso method. So basically, never buy gold straight from the store if you're going to buy gold, right? Yeah, like with these bundles that are currently out. Yeah. It's more economical to take advantage of uh, the gold that comes with these. Right. Um, and obviously, if you care about the art and variants, then getting these. Yeah, like... But I don't... I'm not so much about... I don't... Yeah, for myself, I wouldn't spend real money for credits and gold. Um. So, but I mean, to each their own, right? Like, I still have... I always say I still have the Captain America welcome bundle still in the yeah. shop, so um That yeah. was my thing. I told myself I was gonna stop spending <laughs> they keep outside of the these season's bundles. pass. Yeah. And then I saw this thing come up, I'm like, oh like for the rest of the year, like am I ever gonna get a chance to get fifty percent off gold? Yeah. Probably not. Like, okay, fine. Oh, well, I gotcha. <laughs> like after that no more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess for myself, like, unless I'm getting a card, this is why I get the Seasons Pass, right? Because I'm getting, like, this card I can mess around with. But inherently, yeah. like, gold and credits that I can get on the ladder and in Conquest. Um, and compensations, apparently. Um, <laughs> it does, it's less interesting for me. So, but, you know, again, each their own. If it's, if you are buying gold anyways, it's better to buy these bundles. And if you're free to play, then don't be mad. Just be free to play. Just don't buy them. Yeah, or get the Captain America one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I just, I want to have a nice collection, nice backlog, not backlog, I want to have a nice uh, bank roll here of gold, uh, tokens. Yeah. So then when the cards drop, I'm not scrambling play or open my wallet at like the most time they want to take advantage of me and pay the most expensive price for it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so that was um that's it for I think the in game stuff. There were some auxiliary or related things that happened related um in the Snap world today. Or not today, this week. Snap adjacent. Jason, that's that's a good word. <laughs> so we had Ben Brode give. Uh, he was the guest on a couple of uh, other podcasts. Unfortunately, we couldn't get him here on SnapFu. He was probably we were too busy for him. I couldn't have his working all week. I didn't have time. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Maybe next time. Uh, but yeah, but he made an appearance with um, Dexter and uh, Dara's um, Dex and Dara podcast, as well as. Um, The other California guy. Cozy? No. Cozy, yeah, sorry. Cozy? He, did, okay. he did it with Cozy. Uh, check it out if you haven't. It's 
it, to me it's more interesting like the stuff he talks about sort of more learning more about him or stuff um adjacent to snap uh there was a good also reddit summary thread that you talked about that you because you didn't actually watch interviews but you saw what they posted on reddit about it right and it's it's all like fluffy stuff and pre-canned you know nothing of like significant material information was related to the game anyways was revealed or announced yeah on these interviews nor was it like um how you call it, like a senate hearing where like he's being grilled on like the things that we hate about snap that yeah. we, like don't expect to listen to or get that from the uh, talks. Yeah, it seemed like pre-planned and like pre-answered or like allowed questions and so forth. That's the general consensus I got from Reddit, um, which yeah. makes sense because like they're trying to, I guess, use these promote, interviews right? like to promo it. So you're not going to yeah. get, you know, somebody... open your wallets, buy tokens, <laughs> buy Salt Bay. Yeah, no one's going to come in and kick down the door. Buy Tell surf. me what's going on, Snow Guard. Yeah, like, Tell me right now. Like, I want old Kitty back now. Like, go <laughs> go to work. Stop! Get off the podcast. Yeah. What happened to Giddy? Let us know. Yeah, so it wasn't any of that. So it wasn't like eye-opening per se, but it was interesting, I suppose. So what I liked, or what I learned, he's a foodie. Okay. He has a food blog. Makes sense. His company is Second Dinner. Ben's Best. And it's like these little dinner spots or food spots in the, um, what's it called? I think Orange County area okay. of California where he lives. Right. And he just like ranks or talks about the places that he goes to and what he likes. He didn't call it third dinner? No, you could uh, <laughs> give him, or you should buy that domain and then sell it back to him. <laughs> or go, hey, you want this? I need 20K tokens in my account. <laughs> yeah. <Come on. laughs> No, you got a lifetime, a lifetime of free cards. I'll give you this. Yeah, free tokens. Site. Um, so there was that, and then the he was asked outside, other than Snap, what are you playing? Days. Right. He's like Zelda, Tears of Kingdom, playing it with my son. Fair. Best game. Like by the way, Nintendo makes good games. Like check <laughs> it out. It is a very awesome game to the point. Like I was just touching that briefly. I read somewhere that nobody can figure out how they made. Tears of the Kingdom on the Switch because of the way that the game interacts with the world and all the nuances and everything like that. Like, no one. And the Switch being like a seven year old game console. Yeah, I think. At I... this point, or how old? It's pretty old, yeah. Yeah, like the hardware on it is like. it's. I could see that. Being... Yeah, game developers are like, how are you doing this? Like, we can't even make a card that bounces back, not break the game. And you're making these, like, Worlds where you can create things like out of thin air and it works fine. So, oh, when game developers want to, they can come up with all kinds of um, tricks, workarounds yeah. to maximize like onboard what memory or resources they have available to them. Yeah, the general consensus is whatever's happening in Tears of the Kingdom is like nothing short of like magic. How they got it to work on the Switch. So, it's a very cool game. Yeah, I'm like still looking forward to one day having time to try this game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we we I I gave a short uh, poll on last week's episode, and thank you for for those who responded. It was on the Spotify app. If you're listening on that platform, you have a chance to 
I think you can scroll or swipe and you could see there might there there's a question being asked and last week I asked what game would you like us to cover or talk about more uh, if not snap so the votes came in um and I got we got zero votes for Street Fighter so we won't talk about <laughs> Street Fighter 6 anymore <laughs> even though it's a game we we both are play, quite, playing quite a bit these days right but dual DC Dual Force was was the the winner so I went ahead and I signed up for the email list of whenever the next round of betas trials are going to happen. Okay. Or maybe I'll bug somebody on Twitter for a beta key. Okay. Boot and man. for the listeners, I will try it out. But I didn't put Zelda on the survey, so maybe I'll we'll put out another survey and we'll include Zelda on there. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> See if uh, any Zelda list players uh, within our listening um, group here. Tears of Snap Poo. No, no, what are you talking? <laughs> That's the name of our Tears of the Kingdom podcast. Stay tuned okay, for yeah, Tears of Snap Poo. <laughs> the never-ending world of uh... Snap Poo. The Snap Poo universe <laughs> just keep expanding. Yeah. Right. We can start our rice cooker uh, podcast. Yeah, and in parallel, we'll, we'll compete <laughs> with Ben Broad's foodie blog with the cooking blog of Snap Poo. Yeah. Cooking podcast. <laughs> Okay, uh, the last thing before we close out, the this weekend is the Content Creator Clash. So again, this is the Kawa-hosted uh, round one, if you would, which took place in New York City last year. Round two taking place in the UK this weekend, being June 24th, June 25th. Okay. And because of the time zone differences, uh, for those that want to watch live, Saturday morning, that is going to take place on 7 a.m. Eastern starting the stream uh saturday and sunday so june 24th june 25th and it's going to be streamed on twitch twitch tv slash kawatech um i'm looking forward to to watching i probably won't be able to watch this live but i'm going to be very curious on how um the lessons learned and what he's take was he able to take away and how he what's if this is going to be like the bar for um what streams look like, yeah, uh, or in live, in-person tournaments. I would like to watch a live, but that is around the same time that my kids wake up, so that's not happening. Yeah, and it's the weekend, right? And they're yeah. gonna be like climbing around schools out at that point. So yeah, gotta keep them busy. Yeah, well, they like playing Tears of the Kingdom and just making random things. So <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like the game, like you can just not do the story or the missions and yeah. just go around the world and start attaching things together and making things and, and writing them and doing that kind of stuff, right? You cannot play the main game for a long time. Like, you, there's so much stuff to do. And just, like, wander around and... Yep. Yeah. So, it's a great game. Alright, so we'll I'll put that vote in the... Um, in the Spotify app. And if you don't listen on Spotify, you listen on, on a different platform, feel free to leave a comment or a review even. And, and we can, uh, well, your voice will be heard too. We'll make sure I'll to read it and, and get all the feedback. So if you've made it to this point, we want to say thanks again. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing while you're listening, thank you again for taking the time to making us part of your day. And make sure to tune in again next week at the same snap 
time, time. same snap, snap channel. Stay safe and snap foo. Thanks, guys.